Help support this free podcast. Go to IndyOrHead.com slash tipjar. Two United States of America presidential candidates walk into a bar. Uh, one of the United States uh, presidential candidates uh, goes straight away up to the bar and says, Hello, uh, can I have a pint of, a pint of water, please? Uh, the barman says, Certainly, sir. Do you want fizzy water or do you want uh, sting straight water or rather uh, ah, still water, I believe? they call it uh, or do you want coloured water or do you want foreign imported water or do you want spring water that's been infused with lilac uh, or do you want oh I don't know do you want 7-Up or Sprite uh, do you want uh, I don't know what do you want uh, what's the question I suppose that's on everybody's lips here well mine anyway as the fellow who's being uh, charged with serving you I'm sorry I'm a bit nervous I don't often have two United States presidential candidates in my establishment at one time. In fact, I don't often have even just one. Uh, why are you both here, incidentally? Uh, and the presidential candidate says, uh, well, I can't uh, speak for my uh, colleague. Uh, well, my uh, would-be uh, uh, what do you call him? He's not a colleague because I don't work here with him. I'm working against him. Uh, I suppose he was my colleague in the Senate at one point. I don't know. Anyway, I can't speak for him, uh, but I speak for me when I say uh, the narrator can't remember what question you just asked. Uh, don't blame me, though. Wasn't me. My memory's fine. Uh, I'm from the finest presidential memories uh, known to man. Uh, I just can't remember what question the narrator had you asked ask me just now oh yes that was what kind of water i wanted wasn't it he went off on the big rigmarole about the different types of water uh supposedly available to me uh, do you have all those waters in stock or are you just trying to impress me because uh, i'll have you know uh, just so you know i'm not easily impressed by uh, long lists of different types of water anyone can come up with that anyone can come up with big long lists of water as whether they can deliver the water that's what matters uh, can you deliver the water uh, sir and the barman says uh, well to be perfectly honest uh, Mr. Presidential Candidate uh, I'm not the one who's under scrutiny here I'm not running for any election uh, I'm just trying to and the Presidential Candidate straight away interrupts and says excuse me yes you are you are offering a service to the members of the public uh, in my United States of America and you're oh you're charging people money for it or proposing to charge people money for it and the barman says actually no uh, you can have a free pint of tap water if you want uh, I don't know if you can do that in America the narrator's not sure about this but we assume it's the same over there if you ask specifically for tap water it's free uh, the barman says uh, why would you want tap water uh, why would you want to drink tap water when there's all these fine waters available to us uh, when we have the Atlantic Ocean on one side uh, the Pacific Ocean on the other uh, the Mexican Ocean down underneath uh, we've got five great lakes uh, up in the northeast uh, we've got the Sahara Desert uh, presumably because uh, if you want raw water through sand that cleans the health doesn't it so presumably that makes our water even greater uh, why would I want to drink tap water when I have 
all these uh, great lakes to drink from. And uh, the barman says, well, you know, for a start, sir, that you're not supposed to drink seawater because it's full of salt, which makes you thirsty. And for another thing, I think you'll find many of those lakes and water sources that you mentioned inland uh, are what end up in your top. And, uh, oh, the presidential candidate says, I never said anything about having a top. How dare you, sir? Uh, I did not say, you are misquoting me. You're twisting my words. You're twisting my words. Our great American language is being twisted uh, by people like you. Uh, People like you are not the people on whom our great nation was built. Uh, Oh, our nation was built by our forefathers. Uh, We had four of them. Uh, There was President Lincoln. Uh, There was the fella on the, oh, the fella on the dollar signs. Uh, There was, uh, who else was there? I can never remember. Uh, It was Michael, uh, what's his face, one of them, a name in De Valera. No, that's uh, Ireland. Ah, whatever, anyway. The forefathers. Uh, The four horsemen of the Americopolis. Is that what you call them? Probably not, no. That would probably be considered controversial and possibly a bit rude. Uh, But no, you get the general idea, anyway. Uh, Where is this story going, incidentally? And the barman and the presidential candidate look up above them and say, who said that? And I say, me, I said that. Me, the narrator, the host of Into Your Head podcast. Uh, You two are figments of my imagination and you're going to die now. So I'm going to finish this segment and say hello and welcome to the show. Child, the podcast junkie here, and you are listening to Into Your Head. August Martatu against Le Idokyan Egbelak Erfado Heron. Prohibition. That's what they call it. They call it pro- prohibition, and it existed back in the early days of the uh, the 20th century in the aforementioned country of America, uh, which we seem to be dwelling on a lot for during today's episode for no apparent reason. I don't know. It well, wasn't intentional. It just happens to happen to be uh, that the word prohibition popped into my mind as something to discuss, and prohibition happens to refer to the uh, this era of prohibition in America where everything was outlawed uh, you weren't allowed to do anything basically they said everything was prohibited we're having prohibition now and children would ask uh, what are we prohibiting here exactly and of course you weren't allowed to teach the children about alcohol so you just had to say uh, mind your own business it's prohibited so you don't need to know uh, need? it's all on a need to know basis and so you don't need to know in fact you very much need not to know uh, according to the people who instilled this uh, prohibitive state or prohibitive status on us uh, of course 90 years from now uh, there'll be a channel in Ireland available in Ireland called Sky Atlantic and they'll show the programs from a channel available in North America called Home Box Office and they'll have a thing on that with a fella uh, oh an ugly fella who used to be in movies and he 
be going around taking advantage of the prohibition era and this will be representative of maybe stuff that happened or maybe a dramatisation thereof or a fictionalisation thereof I don't know uh, but it'll be very entertaining for uh, half a series or so until you lose the plot and then you get a bit sick of watching all these old fashioned people from uh, the early uh, 19 whatever it was anyway we're getting a bit a bit ahead of us here anyway children what you need to know is uh, you're not you're not going to find out what's being prohibited and that'll help you avoid uh, avoid getting into trouble because if you don't know what it is then how can you do it as Pink Floyd used to say in the future uh, you can't have any meat uh, you can't have any pudding if you don't eat your meat. How can you have any pudding if you don't have your any meat? Uh, from Pink Floyd's The Wall album uh, in the 1980s, I believe. Uh, I don't know how I know this as a frigging teacher in the 1920s America. Maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm some sort of fictional creation in a story. Uh, or maybe, I don't know. Uh, as the narrator, I wonder, wondered whether he's, he's a fictional cur- uh, person in the 2012 in the year 2012 in Ireland does he think he's real nah because if I, uh, this teacher fella in the 1920s or uh, whenever it was, if I'm a figment of his imagination, then I see no reason why he can't be a figment of someone else's imagination. Uh, maybe he's a figment of my imagination. Maybe I made him up. So there's no reason why not. He seems to have just popped into my mind here. It's not as if I've ever met him. Uh, so anyway, children, as I was saying, is this fella in 2012... Uh, who thinks he knows all about uh, some band called Pink Floyd because his big brother listened to him them when he was growing up. Uh, oh, and he's a bit obsessed with America. He's making a thing called a podcast. It's like one of those things where you stand up in front of a 12-inch uh, spit guard and you say, hello, uh, here is the news uh, for your bad uh, in the audio cinema. Uh, we're going to have uh, cinema with pictures soon. You know that? I know now we have audios have all of you children been to an audio cinematorium yet uh we'll go and have a look at one it's absolutely fantastic you just sit down in a circle and you listen to a fella from Pathé radio news read out the news and then you have an audio cartoon and then you have a movie uh, now a movie is basically a, a radio play uh, but they're going to have them with pictures soon. Is this making any sense? Probably not. It's not really helping with my theory that I'm uh, not a fiction, not a. Uh, that I'm not a figment of someone's imagination in a podcast uh, in 2012. Uh, what the fuck is a podcast anyway? Uh, well, it's a thing you put on the internet, like an audio program. And how do I know that? That's the question. That's the question on everyone's lips at the moment. Well, on the lips of all the fictional characters that apparently live inside my head. Uh, I'm beginning to think uh, whoever whoever is creating the... Anyway, uh, I'll hand you back to the narrator because he seems to be the most likely person to have a clue of what's going on here uh, so anyway as I was saying uh, prohibition that's what they call it they call it prohibition and they went on for many years you're prohibited from doing anything uh, anytime you went to do anything you had to say is this allowed and they'd say either yes or no 
and it did say yes all the time because they didn't want as I say they didn't want you to know what was prohibited uh, so if got, if got to the point where you came across a can of beer and you wanted to try and drink it and you weren't sure whether that was what was prohibited he'd ask is this prohibited uh, they'd say uh, I can't tell you or else sometimes they'd say no uh, because they're not allowed to tell you and then you'd drink it and then you'd get arrested he'd report you to the police straight away he'd say you're under arrest I can't tell you what for suffice to say uh, this is prohibition uh, you're prohibited from doing uh, you're being uh, basically uh, it's like it's like when you it's like when you go into an auditorium uh, and Queen and Paul Rogers are playing let's say it's the year 2005 and you're at the what was then called the Point Theatre in central Dublin and you sit there in the auditorium and the speakers come on and they say hello we're the speakers uh, we're basically just uh, boxes full of wires we don't say anything uh, we basically ah that's that's stupid that's fucking ridiculous this segment is going down the pipes like a uh, like a fucking uh, oh like a lump of shit that's uh, sufficiently dispersed uh, using sufficiently uh, non-cloggy toilet paper flowing down the pipes efficiently in other words so that's a good thing isn't it where I come from that's a good thing uh, if it doesn't block up the system uh, that's considered a good thing so this segment is not blocking up the system it's just a pile of crap that's the only problem I will deal with that don't worry we'll deal with that uh, I've done the I've done the freaking prohibition thing before i did it on the overnight scape underground i started a thing with prohibition uh maybe i should just dig that out and put it in here or maybe i shouldn't maybe i should has that occurred to you that maybe i shouldn't just because something pops into your mind and you go oh you should do this you should do that you should do a segment about uh you should do a segment about beers with uh children stuffed inside them and uh oh i don't know tuna being fed to them through a straw uh, oh my internet's down is there a reason for that fucking better be uh fuck you internet and your and ever the horse you rode in on anyway suffice to say on with the show do you like reruns of course you do reruns are the modern day equivalent to new things anyway into your head radio now has a dedicated reruns feed Every week, there's a fresh selection of old shows handpicked from throughout Into Your Head Radio's six-year history. And it's free! To subscribe to the new reruns feed, just visit IntoYourHead.com slash archive. Hello, I'm Dustin Meehan, Into Your Head's original professional voiceover guy. And frankly, the best. I've been on TV, you know. It kind of makes me wonder why I'm paid in cat food. Once upon a time, there was a... Oh, there was an anteater, an anteater by the name of, uh, what will we call him, or her, because uh, there's, there's male and female anteaters, you know, uh, just not in this story, there's just one. There's an anteater by the name of uh, A.B.T. 
83100 because uh, anteaters don't give each other names uh, it's only if they're uh, observed by some wildlife conservatory observation uh, person they're caught for a few minutes and given a tag with a number on it uh, so the nearest this anteater had to a name was AB13 whatever I said it was anyway uh, one day uh, this anteater uh, going around minding his own business in the desert or wherever anteaters they let's say it's the desert uh, in this universe uh, this fictional universe in which this story is set uh, anteaters roam the deserts looking for ants uh, doesn't mean they're going to find any that's why uh, that's why you don't necessarily see a lot of anteaters around now uh, they disappeared with the dinosaurs uh, in fact uh, back in those days uh, the anteaters were fucking gigantic and what looked like uh, dinosaurs to us just looked like little specks of dirt on the ground to anteaters and they would accidentally eat uh, dinosaurs uh, luckily there was uh, plenty of protein and everything they needed in a dinosaur unfortunately uh, they ended up eating all the dinosaurs and then the few anteaters that were left uh, just started eating ants like they're supposed to so natural order was restored except that we didn't have any dinosaurs anymore and that paved the way for uh, that paved the way for Adam and Eve to get going Adam and Eve I tell you they wasted no time uh, they grew a guard they said oh uh, it's time to take over the world now uh, let's plant some roses and prunes and apples and frigging uh, grass a bit of grass not too much because that looks like it might be a pain in the arse to, to manage especially when it grows every week during the frigging summer uh, not too much grass maybe some paving instead uh, but no we'll definitely have loads of grass maybe some vegetables uh, a few a few prunes as I hear those are good for the bladder if you turn them into liquid uh, put them uh, run them through your bladder uh, I'm not sure exactly how it's done maybe you just consume them uh, but if you put prunes through your bladder apparently that's a good thing uh, do you put them from the far end or the near end I don't know do you put them uh, back backwards through your digestive system or do you start at your mouth uh, like you do with food I don't know we'll find out through experimentation and elimination I'm sure uh, so anyway Adam and Eve set to work in their garden and then they said ah we have all these plants and things now we might as well start growing people and we start growing people uh, Eve said and Adam said I suppose we will uh, we'll probably need some help from a third party here and just at that moment uh, they heard a cough from a cloud overhead and uh, Eve said uh, did you hear someone coughing and Adam said I did indeed uh, we better, whoever he is, we better not breed with him because he's probably diseased. He's going to, we're going to have a faulty race. The lobby, I don't know. The lobby, either hypochondriacs uh, or sick people. Uh, so keep well away from that fella. Now we'll just uh, study the plants here and see how they do it. Uh, see that wasp there, for example. Uh, incidentally, where the fuck did that wasp come from? I don't remember making any animals. I thought I just made vegetables. Uh, animals, vegetables and minerals I suppose uh, are the basis of a proper 
Ah, whatever, anyway. Suffice, suffice to say, uh, the rest is history. The rest is all in the history books, uh, going back as far as, uh, well, just after the end of the Bible. That's where the history book. The Bible ends at the bit where, uh, oh, the bit where the world ends, I suppose, or the bit where Jesus dies and they talk about how the world's going to end. Uh, that's where the Bible ends, and then the history books take over from that. There's very little overlap, because uh, in those days when you wrote a damn book uh, you had a bit of diplomacy you agreed with the other uh, if you were an academic and you were writing a book of your historic studies or your theological studies or whatever, you had a bit of manners and you consulted with the other people in the other universities and said uh, let's divvy this up now I'll take the period uh, from uh, the creation of the world up till biblical times uh, you take the bit from uh, the end of the biblical times up to the year uh, oh the year uh, let's say 1200 and someone else will take the year 1200 up to the 19th century and someone else will do the world wars and someone else will do uh, we'll get Professor Stephen Hawking to have a look at what happened before the beginning of the biblical period and uh, between us all uh, we'll all sort it out we'll work together uh, well that's all you can hope to do as a, as a, as a race work together and figure it all out uh, twist and shout as the man said the song he said uh twome on something you got a twist and shout twist and shout something 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 and work it all out so that's what they did. They worked it all out. Uh, well, not yet, but they will. They will eventually. We're working on it. Work. Give us a fucking chance. We got a. We got a frigging automated robotic cat roaming around on Mars at the moment. I think you have to admit we're making some progress. Uh, we're getting there. We'll get there. We'll get there in the end. If you would like to support uh, my ongoing study of the nature of humanity, the universe, Adam and Eve, uh, fictional cats in the Prohibition era, and all these important topics on an ongoing basis, three times a week. Uh, please support the show every time you visit, every time you buy anything on Amazon or any of my other affiliates. Uh, just start by going to my website, intoyourhead.com, uh, click through the appropriate Amazon link for your country and go on to Amazon and buy stuff. Uh, the same if you want uh, if you want prescription glasses uh, shipped to your home anywhere in the world uh, just click on my uh, what do you call it? However my affiliate's called you'll see at the top of the page at hintyourhead.com uh, there's also a couple of pet supplies affiliates uh, every time you buy anything through my links I get a generous cut it doesn't cost you anything extra see into your head.com it's all there absolutely fucking fantastic on with the show hello this is jay edgar casey whenever i am listening to fine podcasts i tune into the into your head program because it's it, it's very clean uh. 
Did I ever get to the end of that anteater story? Uh, wasn't that meant to be a story? I can't remember. I got distracted. Excuse me for getting distracted by the whole nature of life and the universe and the history of the entire world uh, since the beginning of civilization and all the complications added by the uh, theological issues therein and trying to uh, trying to weave a sensible web out of the whole lot of it for you. I'm very sorry that I got distracted by my silly little story about an anteater uh, having a stroll in a desert. Anyway, uh, the anteater was having a stroll in a desert uh, looking for ants. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he wasn't uh, one of the more intelligent anteaters. In fact, he was below average. Uh, if there had been a test for anteater intelligence in those days, uh, which there may well have been, I don't know, uh, seeing as how he would be already being tagged by uh, some scientists who were studying wild anteaters there may well have been some tests performed on them uh, but I don't have access to that data here uh, anyway uh, if there had been a test it would probably have shown uh, unless of course the test was uh, faulty it would have shown or should have shown that he was below average on the uh, anteater intelligence scale and this particular anteater in fact he was, a, uh, he was sucking up sand as if it was ants and consuming it and thereby uh, was having a detrimental effect on his digestive system. Uh, frankly, he wasn't long for this world, or that world anyway, that fictional world, he wasn't long for there. <coughs> Uh, he's probably about to die a long, slow, painful death. Uh, luckily, he wasn't real, so it's okay. Uh, he's no more real than Bambi's mother in that freaking Disney thing that I've ever seen. I understand Bambi's mother dies or something, and it's very upsetting. Uh, people, uh, oh, people get very upset about these movies. Uh, if you get if some fella breaks into the movie theater while you're watching Bambi and shoots everybody, uh, that's considered. Oh, that's considered perfectly acceptable in today's world. Uh, but no, no, if Bambi's mother dies, uh, it's all... Oh, how dare you kill Bambi's mother? Who the fuck do you think you are, Mr. Disney? Uh, with your, uh, your uh, non-crema... What did he do to himself? He got himself cryogenically frozen. Uh, but Walt Disney is cryogenically frozen. He got himself frozen on his death. Uh, so he's hoping uh, that one day he'll wake up in a fantastic world of the future in the year 3642 or something and we'll be all welcoming him with open arms and open ears uh, presumably big joint mouse ears and we'll be saying oh look Mr. Disney's back thank Christ I only wish we could have done the same for Jim Henson uh, well, that's because Mr. Disney I can tell you he lives in a fictional world uh, he might as well be living in that fucking playboy mansion with your man with the pyjamas and his, uh, his freaking 18 year old wife is absolutely fucking ridiculous you can't just cryogenically freeze yourself out of uh, the world and expect to come back magically in a few millennium from now or maybe you can't maybe I'm wrong about that uh, maybe I'm wrong it could be uh, suffice to say the anteater uh, basically ended up dead dead as a doornail uh, dead in the dead although he probably got more out of life than a doornail would a doornail uh, would see a lot of stuff going on a single doornail imagine if you had a doornail in a, in my granny's house for example my granny's former house which is hundreds of
of years old, a doornail in the front door of that house uh, would have observed a lot over a couple of hundred years. People coming and going, people being born, people being uh, dragged out in a hearse, uh, cows coming and going because it was a farm area, uh, different dogs uh, coming and going, all sorts of people. Unfortunately, a doornail is not an animal object. It doesn't have a brain, uh, so it wouldn't have seen very much. Uh, so no, when I say... Uh, that the anteater was as dead as a doornail. Uh, that's not to say that the doornail would have been any better off, because at least the anteater got to live a bit uh, during his uh, presumably rather short life. Uh, doornail, anyway. Uh, what's uh, what you? You don't need doornails. Uh, well, you don't need many of them. Uh, you just need uh, two at the top or two at the bottom if it's a tall one. Uh, sometimes just two if it's just a little knob. A door. I presume a doornail is the nail. Maybe I'm not thinking this true right. I've been assuming that a doornail is one of the nails that you use to hold in the handle onto the door. Uh, but those are usually screws. Hold on a minute. Uh, something, uh, something smells fishy here. I need to look up what a doornail is. Uh, doornail. Uh, I'm beginning to wonder. No, no, I've been painting the doors recently and it's all... Uh, it's all, uh, what you call it, it's all screws nowadays. Maybe in the past it was nails, but it was definitely all screws. Oh, here we go, the free dictionary by Farlex. Uh, door nail, a large-headed nail. Uh, dead as a door nail, dead beyond that either. Oh, so it's, oh, here we go, noun, one, door nail. A nail with a large head, formerly used to do decorate doors. Uh... There we go, they're not in use anymore. They're being replaced by the screw. Uh, so not only was the antelope in question dead as a doornail, uh, doornails are now, are now extinct. Uh, so if the, uh, if the, oh, if the anteater had been a doornail, he would now be, his species would be extinct as well. If he had any children, uh, they'd be all gone. His whole, whole species would be gone and replaced by screws. Uh, so it goes to show he's far better off being just uh, dead as a dead as a mentally disadvantaged aardvark who ate too much sand or anti or whatever I said he was he's better off being one of them than being uh, permanently dead as a doornail that's now uh, extinct uh, so there you go although I suppose he might have had some antique value uh, but you can't really account for that antique values are not really predictable anyway Hello, and welcome to the end of the show. If you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in today's programme, email us at studio at intoyourhead.com. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Into your head.com.